Welcome to Get You Fit Radio with your host, Irene Cook, the radio show that gets you fit and keeps you healthy. Today, we're going to talk about something spectacular, something wonderful, and something super. It's something that you hear the word super a lot on the radio, a lot on television, a lot on food labels, and that is superfoods, just like superheroes. Super everything. The word super amplifies the word that we are talking about and describing. So it draws attention to it. It makes it spectacular. So what is so super about superfoods? And what are they? I don't know. But without even being told what a superfood is, it makes me want to eat it. And it makes me want to think that it is spectacular healthy, and it's going to give me superpowers. So let's talk about what superfoods are, and let's identify which foods are super and which foods are not so super, so that there's no confusion. Superfoods are foods. They are absolutely foods, and they are mostly plant-based, but some of them are fish and some of them are dairy. But they are thought to be very nutritionally dense and very good for one's health. Now, before I actually decided to do this topic, I was under the assumption that there were certain number of foods that were classified as superfoods. And you guys might be listening to this wondering that you're going to hear this master list of superfoods, like like there's this master nutritionalist out there that is has deemed a number of foods as superfoods? Well, that's not so much correct. So, so the true definition of what makes a food a superfood is, is a item that is extremely nutritionally dense. And I will, I'll talk about that uh, during the show. So some things that are nutritionally dense are blueberries, salmon, kale, um, aki berries. These are just some examples of things that you probably already know are very healthy for you. And they have earned the superfood label. But there is no criteria, according to the American Heart Association, as to what classifies something as a superfood. Therefore, there is not an actual superfood food group. And often people think that that a superfood does fall into its own category. So as a nutritional coach and as somebody that works in this industry, um, I actually think that superfood is more of a marketing term um, for a food that has many beneficial health 
uh, benefits. So we're going to kind of talk about that today, and and I want to discuss how you can incorporate these superfoods into your diet. And I want to also talk about what superfoods might contain an overabundance of calories, which might add to the uh, thickness of your waistline. So we need to be really, really careful careful about that. So superfoods contain a variety of nutrients, such as antioxidants. So I did I did a presentation at uh, one of the fire departments that I was presenting at, and I asked a room full of adult educated people what an antioxidant was. That is a, a, a term that we hear all the time. It is, it is broadcasted on television. It is broadcasted on the media. We see it on almost every label at the grocery store. So I'm going to give you guys a quick second to think about what is an antioxidant. And it's okay if you don't know what an antioxidant is, because believe it or not, over the time that I gave this presentation, uh, a large percentage, and when I say large, I'm talking really large, 90% of people did not know what an antioxidant was. So an antioxidant is a food that is known or thought to ward off cancer. So it is a cancer-fighting food. It is known to have elements in it that have been proven to fight off cancers. And any food that has antioxidants in it is known to be a superfood. Um, A superfood also contains healthy fats that will prevent heart disease. There's healthy fats, and there's fats that are not so healthy. Um, the not so healthy fats are the ones that are known as the fun fats, such as the cheeses and the butters and all the uh, creams and all of the things that are delicious and delicate, but there are healthy fats that are also very delicious as well, and we'll discuss those. Um, the healthy fats are the ones that help prevent heart disease. Um, the unhealthy fats obviously contribute to heart disease. Superfoods also contain fiber, which helps prevent diabetes and digestive problems. And they also have numerous other health benefits. So consuming these foods that are packed with these nutrients um, is certainly a great idea. But the key to a healthy diet is to consume a variety of nutritional foods in the right quantities. So before I go through this rampage of of items on my list, I want to talk to you about a story. I love my stories. I hope you enjoy them as well. But I had a client years ago who was so enthralled by these superfoods that she was making this superfood tea. And in this tea, this tea contained green tea, turmeric, uh, chia seeds. It had uh, honey, um, bee pollen, and there was one other ingredient, oh, spirulina. And these are all superfoods. Uh, and then I believe she uh, included ache berry juice. And these are all things that she put in this tea. And she genuinely thought that if she drank this tea, that it would counterbalance all of the bad things that she would eat during the day. And it's very sad, but she was truly, truly believing that this tea that she would drink would 
basically negates all of the, the, the cheese and the bread and the bad carbs that she ate. So I want to be very, very clear that this is not what superfoods do. They do not counteract or counterbalance all of the things that you are eating that are not healthy. So I want to be very, very clear about that. Okay. So the term superfoods was coined for marketing purposes, and it is to influence trends and to sell products. So be very careful about that. When you are buying something and it has the word turmeric on it right now is a big trendy word, and it is, that is a superfood. Don't be fooled. If you, if you, drink something that has that in there, it is not going to negate the fact that you drank three cans of beer the night before. Okay, let's be very clear about that. Um, the food industry um, bestows the superfood label on nutrient-rich foods with a supposed capacity uh, for positively health effect. Though many foods could be described as super, it is important to understand that there's no single food that holds the key to good health or disease prevention. It is, it is the whole diet that makes the difference. And that's, that's my point um, in continuing this discussion. So if you're just joining us right now, um, we're talking about superfoods. And I'm going to identify the, the list of things that are known as superfoods and what superfoods are. So if you're just listening to this right now and you and you have a tablet or a, or your phone in front of you, go ahead and Google superfoods because you'll be amazed at all the different foods that come up. There's just lists and lists of them. When I Googled it, I got list of 25 superfoods and then I got list of 12 superfoods. I got lists of eight superfoods. I got top list of 10 superfoods. It's very, very confusing. So I'm here to tell you that there are many different things that you can incorporate into your diet that are considered to be superfoods. My entire diet would be considered a superfood diet because I eat nutritionally dense food items all the time. Here we go. All fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds are packed with vitamins and minerals. That's why no matter what your eating strategy might be, the largest base to follow is the food pyramid. And if you're following that food pyramid, you remember the one from fifth grade, and even though they've changed it a little bit, then you are eating a superfood diet. It is, it is vaguely defined in a word, superfood, and it has been created by the food industry to basically mean natural and healthy. And just like those terms, it gets tossed around in, in the media and in the marketing through this hype. And, and you now have been thinking that you're eating something special, but really you're not. So several foods that have, have earned this title are, believe it or not, Starting from the tip top here, we have uh, dark leafy green vegetables, okay? Um, kale, Swiss chard, collard greens, turnip greens, and spinach. These are amongst the top of the superfoods. Uh, they're full of fiber, nutrients, and they prevent chronic diseases. We've been eating these since the beginning of time. This is not anything new. Um, 
incorporate this into your diet, there you have your superfoods. Achi berries or acai berries, uh, spelled A-C-A-I. Um, these are full of antioxidants. Um, they are known to pr proven to boost your energy. Um, but you know what? All berries do. There's nothing special about this particular berry except for that it's trendy. But any berry, blueberry, blackberry, raspberry, um, strawberry, they are high in fiber. The seeds in the berries give it its fibrous um, form and drive the fiber count up, drive the sugars down, making it optimal. Um, you can put it in your smoothie. You can put it in uh, your yogurt. Uh, you could top it with granola, with nuts, making it a super food. It does not have to be this particular trendy one that you're probably paying extra for. Um, any berry will work. Next on the list, avocados. Avocados are not just for guacamole. Um, these buttery fruits, and yes, they are fruits, uh, contain antioxidants, and they are heart healthy. They are monosaturated fats, and they are extremely high in fiber. So when you take one avocado, the entire avocado is fiber. That is correct. So when you look at the carbohydrates in a avocado, the entire carbohydrate count in an avocado is fiber. So basically when you're eating an avocado, it is 100% fiber. It is perfect for heart health. It is perfect for someone that is high in blood sugar. Um, it will help drive that blood sugar down. It will keep you satisfied. It is perfect on toast and salads. You can even blend it in a smoothie. These have made a huge, huge comeback with the avocado toasts, and they're so versatile. Um, they're not cheap, but they definitely uh, can go a long way. If you're just joining us, you are listening to Huntley Community Radio, WHRULP, and we are talking about what makes a superfood so super. Cacao. I know you might look at the word and think it says cocoa. Well, cacao is the raw form of one of our favorite sweet treats, chocolate. Beans from the cocoa tree are dried, they are fermented, and they are minimally processed. And when they are done this way and they are eaten this way, they're an excellent source of fiber. Now, believe it or not, chocolate is good for you. What makes chocolate uh, not so good for you is when they add all of the sugar to it. So eating the actual cacao powder or the raw cacao powder um, is actually very good for you and it is considered a superfood. Um, you can buy this in raw, unsweetened cocoa powder, which has been on the shelves forever. It's on the top shelf in the, in the bakery section. Hershey's makes it, Hershey cocoa powder. Um, again, marketing, flip the A and the O, and now it's pronounced cacao. And people are going crazy about it because they think it's the superfood. It is just unsweetened chocolate, folks. That's all it is. And, and you can buy it and you can add it to your, your smoothies and you are getting a ton of nutrients in it. Um, it helps with uh, uh, cognitive function and elevated mood. It's a great source of magnesium and iron and amazing source of fiber. Here's one of my favorites cauliflower. So those of you that have been following me, I have been on the cauliflower kick since before cauliflower became 
cauliflower. I have been ricing cauliflower since before you could buy it riced. That's right. I used to rice it myself with the uh, hand blender and make riced cauliflower by hand. This, this is an incredibly versatile food. My husband, who, who would never touch this before, started eating mashed cauliflower and then cauliflower rice and cauliflower pizza, and now it's everywhere. You can literally buy it anywhere. Uh, 77% of the recommended daily value of vitamin C in each serving. We used to think we can get we were to get our vitamin C from orange juice. Well, orange juice has a lot of sugar, cauliflower, top notch. You can make cauliflower bread. I can go on forever with the different uh, recipes that you can get from your cauliflower. Another real big one these days is chia seeds. Ch-ch-ch-chia. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's true. These seeds are amazing, and they are seeds. They fall under the seed category. Uh, chia seeds have been around for centuries centuries. And now with the new trend of chia pudding, and you're finding this on the shelves everywhere, these offer a plant-based omega-3 fatty acid boost of fiber. Years ago, before anybody even knew what chia seeds were, um, they appeared in my race bag when I ran the New York Marathon back in 2011. And they literally came in my race bag in this little envelope. And they wanted us to put it in our water. So I thought that was really interesting. But when I read up on it, chia seeds are an amazing source of keeping you hydrated. So when you take the seed itself and you, and you see the seed, it literally looks like a little black seed, almost like a poppy seed. But when you soak it in water, it absorbs all of the water and it forms a gel around the seed that has the consistency of custard. So that gel is holding on to that water. And that water stays in your system and helps keep you hydrated. It's very, very interesting. Um, this, this consistency also gives this chia seed a different form. It almost gives it a thickening um, texture, almost like a tapioca. Um, people use it to make uh, pudding-like textures, thickening for smoothies. I've made chia pudding that is amazing. Um, a little goes a long way, and the uh, calcium count on chia seeds is through the roof. It is highly, highly amazing how much calcium you can get out of one teaspoon of chia seeds. I hope you guys are learning a lot here. There's, there's, I'm, I'm only on like number six of a list that goes on forever. So let's talk about some, some non-plant items. How about salmon? Everybody knows how important it is to get your omega-3 fats. Now, earlier I talked about avocado and how important it was to get your healthy fats from avocado. I didn't mention that chia seeds also contain a healthy fat, but your salmon also 
has that healthy fat that is so, so important. Oftentimes you might notice um, marketing ads and vitamin shops will want you to take all of these omega-3s and take omega-3s and take omega-3s, take fish oils. All you have to do is eat salmon. Um, The salmon will help reduce inflammation. Wild-caught salmon is a sustainable food source that provides 58% of your protein for the day. Uh, Vitamin D, it has all these peptides that help with um, key functions and maintaining joint health. It can be prepared in a variety of different ways, and you could spice it up with your different spices and herbs. Uh, To go along with that, if you are a sushi eater, seaweed ranks high also as a superfood. Now, again, that might strike you as a surprising uh, find because seaweed is not one that is highly promoted as a superfood, but it is a vegetable and it contains high amounts of minerals, including iodine, iron, magnesium, calcium, and a ton of immunity-boosting vitamin C. So those of you that are popping vitamin C pills like crazy, all you have to do is have some seaweed. I know that sounds crazy, but with the boom of sushi-eating people um, in the Midwest and in the United States, you can get sushi seaweed anywhere. In fact, there is a whole section at the Walmart right here on 47 where you can get this dried seaweed um, right there. I've even taken it. I've gotten rice and I've bought salmon uh, right down the, the aisle in the fish section and made my own hand rolls by rolling them up, throwing on a little avocado, and there I have my super food sushi roll. Pretty exciting. All right, I'm going to talk about a couple more. Um, I'm going to talk about one that is really, really, really trendy. Kombucha. Kombucha is a slightly sour and uh, kind of a bittery beverage that is made by fermenting sweetened tea. So if if you don't know what this is, you can usually find it um, in the produce section um, next to the vegetables and the fruit. There's an area where there's um, fresh apple juice and orange juice and carrot juice. It, it's a little vinegary because it ta- it's fermented. And basically what it has is it has live probiotics in there. And they're gut-friendly. They help with digestion. Um, they're low in calories. And a lot of restaurants and a lot of local food stores actually will carry it. Um, this is a huge trend. Um, and it, it's something that you can't just buy anywhere. But again, it is something that will help with um, with digestion, and it's something that is become really, really popular. The problem with the kombucha is, and I'm finding, is a lot of people are jumping on the kombucha wagon, and they're eating something that is so unhealthy, and they're getting a stomach ache, and they're thinking, oh, well, this kombucha is going to make my stomach feel better. So they'll drink some kombucha the next day thinking that that's going to solve their problem, but that is not what it's meant for. Kombucha is meant for helping digestion as a whole. So it should be drank along with uh, a healthy diet. 
Along with all of this, there's a lot to take. I wanted to let you guys know that the bottom line to all of this is instead of of good health, um, you should support all of this by eating a variety of nutritious foods every single day. Just like I said earlier, don't eat a cheeseburger and wash it down with some kombucha because that is being counterproductive. Including some or all of these foods on this list is part of a balanced diet, and it could benefit your overall health and may prevent certain chronic illnesses. There is no standard of list of superfoods, but if one was devised, it would certainly contain fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, fatty, healthy fish, nuts, and seeds. In combination with vitamins and minerals, superfoods contain compounds that offer extra benefits. They don't just nourish you and give you energy. They protect your health in a variety of ways. Just as I spoke earlier, they reduce inflammation, they reduce cancer risk, and they improve bone and health density, and they boost your cardiovascular health. So food is amazing. This is not just something that you eat to taste and to enjoy. This is something that will help nourish your body and keep you healthy. For example, a common superfood is salmon. Often, it's praised for its level of omega-3, but it also can reduce your triglycerides and help slow the growth of artery plaque. So not only are you getting this enjoyable benefit by eating the the yummy fish, but you're also helping your health. Another top superfood pick is berries. You're enjoying the berries and you're reducing your inflammation as well. Nuts and walnuts and almonds have high levels of omega-3s. And guess what? They're delicious. You can have them in nut butters and you are incorporating all of these great benefits into your diet and into your life. So I hope you guys have a super day. I hope you guys learned a super lot. I hope you guys start incorporating these superfoods into your diet. And I hope you guys have a super duper spectacular, wonderful rest of the day. Time is running out. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done. It's about what.